hot flushes. They are hard to describe and women experience them differently and it's been a really long hot summer. But what if that summer lasted 15 years? Covering all aspects of women's health. This is the seven domains of women's health with Dr. Kirtley Jones on The Scope. All women who live long enough, and it really isn't all that long, just to about 51, will have their ovaries stop working. When that happens, estrogen levels fall. And about 85% of women who make that transition from ovaries on to ovaries off will experience hot flushes. The baby boomers, formerly the largest generation in the U.S., now replaced by the millennials, are aging, and 6,000 women in the U.S. enter menopause each day. By the year 2020, coming right up, about 50 million women in the U.S. will be postmenopausal, one-third of all women in the U.S. The two signature symptoms of estrogen withdrawal are hot flushes and vaginal dryness, and both are treated pretty well by estrogen. Many women are not distressed by these symptoms, and good for them. But AARP, formerly the American Association of Retired Persons, but as not all members are retired, they are just AARP. Anyway, AARP did a menopause survey of their female members between 60 and 69, and 72% said that menopausal symptoms interfered with their lives. And 8% said it interfered a great deal. Now, these women were actually about 10 years from their menopause. And when their ovaries stopped working 10 years ago, and they're still having symptoms, 20% said that they had vaginal dryness, 24% had hot flushes, and 23% night sweats. Of course, some had all three symptoms and some had none. Women with severe hot flushes typically experience them for 7 to 15 years And 15% of women with severe hot flushes experience them for more than 15 years. Now, what in the brain makes this hot flush happen? Do only women get them? Recently, some very cool research on hot flushes was done in mice, and they found that the KISS-1 neurons, KISS, isn't that cool? KISS-1 neurons that are part of the brain that make up the ovaries and testis work. So these KISS-1 neurons make the ovaries and testis work work actually have their feet on the ground in the part of the brain that controls temperature. These KISS-1 neurons in mice work the same way that those neurons work in humans. Activating KISS-1 neurons initiated a fast rise in the mouse skin temperature followed by a drop in core body temperature. The same symptoms occurred in male and female mice. Removing the female mouse's ovaries made this temperature swing worse. We know that men that have had their testes removed or who take medication for prostate cancer that makes the testes stop working can have hot flushes. Now, we don't know if the mice who experience these changes in their body temperature experience distress, but some other studies suggest that they seek out cooler places in their cages. We don't know if they have spikes in anxiety or irritability or if they're having hot flushes and they're getting angry, but that would be an interesting experiment to do. Hot flushes at menopause may have more complex neuron functions than just KISS-1, and about 15% of normal women never have hot flushes with menopause, so it's complicated. But understanding some of the brain's mechanisms might help us to think about new therapies. Now, back to that survey from AARP. 
46% of the women surveyed said that they had never discussed menopause with a healthcare provider, and only one in 12 had been referred to a menopause specialist. So what's the takeaway from all these numbers? One, most women who experience menopause will have hot flushes. Two, most women who experience hot flushes will tolerate them. Three, most women with hot flushes will find that their flushes decrease in a couple years. That sounds like a long time to me in a long, hot summer with hot nights. Four, but about one in eight women will have significant distress from their hot flushes and they'll go on for a long time. For 50 million women who will be postmenopausal in 2020, one in eight of 50 million is a lot of women. Five, women who bring to their experience of menopause all the physical, social, cultural, environmental, emotional, financial, and spiritual experiences. In other words, hot flushes can be wrapped up in all of the seven domains of women's health. Six, there are quite a few options other than estrogen, which works best, for managing hot flushes, and most clinicians don't know about all the options. Seven, if you're suffering from hot flushes that seem to go on and on and on the longest summer ever, talk to your clinician. Ask them what is their training in menopause and ask what they know about different options. If you try some of the options they offer and you're not getting better, or if you don't like the side effects of the options, you should seek out a menopause specialist. Eight, and last, many specialists called reproductive endocrinologists have training in menopause. And some physicians, primary care providers, and OBGYNs have a special interest in understanding menopause and caring for women who are having difficulties. Some clinicians have made it their special interest in their practice. It could be a search, but your doctor probably knows where you can get help. At University of Utah Health, you can use our app for finding a doctor who has an interest in treating menopause symptoms that will get you started. The most important thing is that we're learning more and developing and understanding new options. So, no big sweat, and thanks for joining us on The Scope. Have a question about a medical procedure? Want to learn more about a health condition? With over 2,000 interviews with our physicians and specialists, there's a pretty good chance you'll find what you want to know. Check it out at thescoperadio.com.